Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Well, hello, howdy, and hi there. This is the Truth Hurts program, 2022 beginning Everything is Racist edition with your host, Steve Z. And I guess that makes me a racist because I dare to use an Anglo-Saxon name like Steve. But the name of the program is The Truth Hurts. And to snowflakes who are offended by each and every word in the English language, everything is racist. Yes, everyone's a little bit racist somehow. You and me and the guy down the street. Unless, of course, that person is of the AA 13% hyphenated American minority. The Blafrican Americans in our nation, according to some experts, cannot be racist, even though they use race in every single thought process that goes through their brains. They apply the theory of racism in their critical racist theory in school, in the Black Lives Matter movement, in every aspect of Blafrican American life, everyone and everything is racist. You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. We're all a little bit racist. I think that I would have to agree with you. We're glad you do. It's sad but true. Everyone's a little bit racist. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bigotry has never been exclusively white. If we all could just admit that we are racist a little bit, even though we all know that it's wrong, maybe it would help us get along. Now, the African-American gentleman singing with that particular musical group says bigotry is not exclusively white. Don't tell that to the rest of the 13% AA hyphenated Blafrican-American community. Their definition of racist is we can say the N-word if we want. We can call each other and even you the N-word, and that's perfectly okay. But don't you whitey dare say the N-word. Don't look at us the wrong way. Don't lock your car doors when you approach an intersection in a sketchy neighborhood. That's racist. But we can do or say anything we want against you, the evil white oppressors. It is a double standard. It is hypocrisy. And it is practiced daily in the African american minority in the United States of America as a whole. I would venture to say every black person thinks every white person is a racist bigot. But it's not okay for every white person to think every black person is a crook, a thief, a rapist, a carjacker, a drug user, a drug dealer, an assaulter, a batterer, a stabber, a shooter. And of course, common sense tells us not every black person in America is a criminal, but doesn't stop the black community from thinking deep down in their hearts, in their psyches, in their very souls, that every white person is the white devil, 
And we's all out to keeps y'all down and keeps y'all under our thumbs and keeps our knees on your necks. And we all have nooses hanging in our garages. And we all have KKK crosses and hoods. Of course, that is untrue. But you can't tell that to some people. They refuse to believe the truth. For them, the truth is non-existent. Therefore, that truth can't hurt them. Ignorance is bliss in certain areas of America. Certain groups within America are blissful as hell. Why? Ignorance abounds. Yes, it is sad, but it is also true that everyone makes decisions in their lives based on race. Who they choose to play with on the playground, for example, or eat lunch with, or go out to the movies with. Every culture within this great melting pot known as the United States of America has their own way of doing things. It doesn't make someone racist if they are of Hispanic heritage and they like spicy caliente peppers on their food. And someone from Minnesota, for example, only likes salt and pepper. It doesn't make the guy in Minnesota racist because he chooses to not put Tex-Mex hot sauce on his food. It also does not make the Hispanic person racist for saying the guy in Minnesota doesn't use hot sauce. It doesn't make you racist if you hate hip-hop or rap music. It just means you don't like that kind of music. It doesn't make a black person racist if they don't like country and western music. It's just personal preference. It's freedom. And those freedoms are a granted rights under the United States Constitution and its amendments. The right to free speech, the right to freedom of expression, the right to freedom of religion, the right to be silent. It doesn't make you racist to be different. Everyone's a little bit racist sometimes, not intentionally. But when you look at someone, if you're black and you say, look at that cracker, then guess what, black person? You are racist. If you look at a Vietnamese person and use a racially inappropriate term for that Asian person, you are racist. If you make a comment like, I bet he's having tacos for lunch, when you see a brown-skinned Hispanic-looking person standing outside the Home Depot, you are a racist by their definition. But then again, let's dwindle this down to the root causes of the problem. We're all not identical. We're not ants on an anthill. And yes, even the ants to other ants look different. I've heard black people talk about the little red-headed white girl. That's racist by the definition put forth in today's society. Or that fat guy. Or that skinny girl. Or that big head boy. Or the bald-headed guy. <gasps> I'm hurt. It's not technically racism, but it's bigotry pointing out an identifying marking or an identifying characteristic or an identifying trait that someone has so that you just don't call them 
prisoner45624. You have to use descriptive words when you're trying to describe someone. For example, on the news last evening, I heard the double standard hypocrisy once again when they said a 45-year-old Caucasian male with blonde hair and blue eyes, approximately 6 feet 2 inches tall, weighing approximately 180 to 200 pounds, robbed a convenience store. Moments later, they talked about an 18-year-old woman who attacked a lady at a local grocery store. Notice the difference? They forgot, or deliberately omitted, the race of the 18-year-old female. She was an 18-year-old African-American female with dark skin, brown hair and dreadlocks, dark black or brown eye color. She was approximately 5 foot 4 inches tall and approximately 275 pounds. Do you see the inherent bias in the news media? If you don't, you are blind. And I'm not talking about the good kind of blind, colorblind. I'm talking about the obvious bias in news reporting. It's happening everywhere, but not just in news. According to an article in Save Jersey, New Jersey's number one source of conservative news commentary, humor, and analysis, everything is racist, just like the song I played earlier. Here's the definitive list prepared by Matt Rooney. It says, in case you haven't heard, everything is now racist. In fact, it always was. You just didn't know it until the woke, progressive, liberal crowd came along with their snowflakes to explain and condescend. Our civilization, supposedly, is a veritable catalog of racial bias. Christmas carols, popular sandwiches, common expressions, cartoons... The great Thomas Sowell, a recently retired black conservative commentator, a man with high levels of common sense, a very intelligent, well-spoken man who I have lots and lots of respect for, he observed once that the word racism is like ketchup. You can put it on practically anything, and demanding evidence makes you a racist, he says. So we have a definitive list of everything racist for your listening pleasure, and yes, even ketchup made the cut. Now a little disclaimer here before I begin. The list is not complete yet. It may never be completed since everything technically qualifies for our list. Many of the more interesting additions have hyperlinks so you can help take a deeper dive into why a thing in question is considered racist. And we'll keep continuously updating the list as time progresses. You also are certainly welcome to highlight anything we may have missed by letting us know here at Truth Hurts Twitter. Classical music, facial recognition technology, jingle bells, the White House, peanut butter and jelly, Washington and Jefferson memorials, Happy Xmas War is Over, that song back from the Live Aid days, the expression sold down the river, the expression long time no see, the Declaration of Independence, The Christmas Song, Star Wars and Darth Vader, supposedly racist, Peanut Galleries, Indian Sports Mascots, Voter ID Laws, 
the song or the term God Bless America, the national anthem, our star-spangled banner, police officers, the legal system, Disney's Dumbo, the English language in its entirety, Republicans, Chopsticks, the Gadsden flag, the movie Animal House, any opposition to illegal immigration, zoning laws, all white men, the adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and any reference to Tom Sawyer, standardized testing, Prada, Gucci, any building, bridge, or structure, park, or other facility named after a white man, conservatives, city bicycle rentals, dress codes, self-driving cars, the United States of America, ketchup, Kellogg's corn pops, every version of mathematics, the United States Constitution in its entirety, Aunt Jemima products, Uncle Ben products, any television show, movie, or commercial without a major non-white character. Fast food, specifically fried chicken. Watermelon, commercial advertisements featuring any fatherless black families. The Saturday Night Live King Tut sketch done by Steve Martin. Pornography in general. Peter Pan, The Jungle Book. Dr. Seuss and all his racist works. Liquor stores that are located in majority-minority neighborhoods. The American flag. The Betsy Ross original American flag. Tipping and gratuities. The expression, no can do. The food pyramid. Some pet dogs. Most medical physicians. Rideshare programs and companies. Grandfather clauses. And of course in real estate, master bedroom, master bathroom, master closet are all considered racist. Blacklists, whitelists, and other words like slave cylinder, master cylinder in mechanics are also considered racist now. So they're making them chop the words from the English language. The word master bedroom is now changed to primary bathroom. The slave cylinder and master cylinder in computing and in brake systems for your automobile are now considered primary or replica or leader follower. I'm telling you folks, it is getting to be utterly ridiculous. Cracking the whip, the peanut gallery. All of those terms are now considered racist. The grandfather clause used in law is considered racist. If something is a cakewalk, you know, easily accomplished or an easy victory, that is now considered racist. Lynch mob, another term. Anything referencing lynching or anything referencing ropes or knots or nooses. The word uppity, a synonym for arrogant, but black people take it as an insulting racist comment. Putting a black mark 
next to someone's name. Therefore, blackballed, blacklisted, blackmarked is considered racist because black is associated with evil or bad. I guess these unwitting idiots don't realize that when you're in the black, it means you're profitable and your business is doing well. Perhaps we should strike that from our vocabulary as well. In the Northeast, if you ask for jimmies on your ice cream, those chocolate sprinkles, the term jimmies now related to racism to some people. Oh my God, folks, it just keeps getting worse and worse. The expression, let's call a spade a spade, or the pot calling the kettle black, or black sheep, all considered racist. Even though they've been part of the English language for so long, no one ever, ever thinks those are racist terms unless someone brings it to someone's attention who is a snowflake and overly sensitive. They say words like chairman of the board is bigoted because it should be chairperson. Of course, we've been dealing with that forever. And then finally, that's right. The ice cream truck song that has been played on ice cream trucks heralding the beginning of summer or the ice cream truck is on the way on a hot, lazy summer afternoon. You got it. Racist. Yes, supposedly that jingle that calls like the Pied Piper's pipe calling children to the ice cream truck is rooted in racism because the jingle supposedly comes from an old song N-word, want a watermelon. The original song which came over from the British Isles was known as Turkey in the Straw. It was a traditional British tune brought to the American colonies by Scottish-Irish immigrants. Had nothing to do with black folks. It was about getting a turkey out of the straw. Period. Someone else later appropriated the song and turned it into a minstrel joke about black people. But guess what? It didn't begin that way. Someone turned it into racism. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe was a song about catching slaves as they ran away. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a nigga by his toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Of course, it is eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger by the toe. If it hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Has nothing at all to do with what they claim it is. Of course, I can insert the N-word into any modern song and turn it into a racist song if I choose, or I can simply flip it on to any hip-hop R&B station, just about any pop station, and you can hear the N-word blared out. They're on albums, they're on singles. You hear it on the street corners, one black person yelling the N-word to another black person, or at another black person, or sometimes even at white people. The N-word controversy has to end with, it's either okay for everyone to say it, or it's not okay for anyone to say it. The double standard, the hype, the hypocrisy, the lies of the left, the BLM, the woke, they all have this 
notion that it's okay to give certain people a pass for breaking the law or for not following rules of social conformity because they are one ethnicity or another. It's a double standard. It must end. And until it ends for everyone, it will continue for everyone. And that is the truth. And unfortunately, sometimes the truth hurts. Now, I thought briefly about playing some examples of the N-word being used over and over and over by certain Blafrican American 13% hyphenated minorities, but I said, nah, I better not. I don't want to get into too much trouble. Just flip your station to any urban R&B station or listen at any gas station when a Blafrican American 13% hyphenated American minority pulls up with their car with the giant spinning wheels and the N-word blaring out over the speakers as if they're trying to say, ha ha, I can say it and you can't. Ha ha, it's okay for me, but not okay for you. It is racism in its purest form. It is bigotry and it is censorship in its purest form when they get to say something, but you can't. And then they hide behind so-called offendedness because they hear the word coming from the lips of a Caucasian. You might recall when Kendrick Lamar, the rapper, invited a white girl up onto stage to sing a song with him, a song that he wrote, a song that he produced, and she was singing along and everyone was having a great time until that point in the song that he wrote used the N-word and she had the audacity to continue singing the song and the evil N-word uttered from her lips. Then this clown, this joke, this piece of garbage Kendrick Lamar decided to stop the music and call her out publicly. This was done deliberately. This was done intentionally to put the white girl in her place so that she know better than to say the n-word. It don't even matter if I sang it, if I wrote it, if I produced it, if I played it. You can't say the n-word. Bullshit. You can say it. Anyone can say it. Racism works both ways, Kendrick Lamar. It works both ways. Every black person who says the N-word and thinks it's perfectly okay, if you can say it, anyone can say it. But I'm not going to say it on this program because I don't want the backlash. I don't want to be canceled. I don't want to be censored. I don't want to be taken off of media because I said a word that I'm not supposed to say. I ain't supposed to say that word, y'all. It's racist if a white boy say it, but if a black boy say it, it's okay. Bullshit. Double standard hypocrisy. Sorry to get riled up about this, but it sure is damned irritating. And for those of you who are sitting back right now, nodding your head quietly going, yep, Steve Z is right. Please understand you are not alone. Not that I want to go around and say it, but I want to have the same rights to say anything as any other American has the right to say something. It's only fair. It's only equitable. It's only equality. That is not what BLM, that is not what the Black Panthers, that is not what the Reverend Al or the Reverend Jesse want. That is not what the race-baiting BLM clowns want. They want black supremacy for 240 to 400 years. Yes, they shake their heads when they hear what I just said. They don't want equality or equity. They want black supremacy, black superiority. 
They want white people in chains out of sheer revenge for something that didn't happen to them or their parents or their grandparents or even their great-grandparents. I've said it before and I'll say it again over and over again. Racism, slavery was wrong in America and anywhere on the planet. Just remember though, it was black people who rounded up black people in Africa, chained them, put ropes around their necks, and marched them across the jungles and deserts of Africa, and those black people sold those other black people into slavery to black slave merchants, black slave traders in black slave markets. And then the Dutch and the French and the English and the Spanish who had the ability to pay for cheap labor, cheap, uncivilized, uneducated labor, bought those slaves in what was for centuries known as legal, lawful commerce. It was not a crime in the eyes of the law back then. But blacks were not the only slaves. There were Chinese slaves. Who the hell you think built the railroads? There were Irish and Italian slaves. Indentured servants, they were called. Slavery was wrong, is wrong, and will forever be wrong. But you see, in the African american 13% hyphenated minority in this country, an apology is not good enough. Equality and equity is not good enough. They want to continue making excuses for the wholesale failure of their entire culture in this country. They need only look at the Vietnamese community who came here with not even the shirts on their backs in many cases after being evacuated out of a war-torn country, dragged here on cargo ships. Those people could not speak English. Those people did not look like the white man. Those people came here, went to the same public schools with the white kids, the black kids, the Hispanic kids, the Native American kids. And those Vietnamese refugees could not speak a word of English. They didn't have 400 years of a head start learning the language. No, sir. They came here not knowing a single word of the English language. And in one generation's time, they not only learned English, they mastered the English language. They mastered mathematics. They mastered science. They mastered history. They made a conscious decision as a race, as a group of people, as a society to join and assimilate into the American culture. Yes, and they also managed to maintain and retain many of their cultural identity. They can still be Vietnamese, but they are now Americans. They have learned to learn. They have learned to assimilate. They have learned to grow. They have learned to become part of America instead of trying to separate and segregate themselves from America. Sure, they could have spent the next hundred years in this nation committing crimes and saying, oh, pitiful me, boo-hoo-hoo, I make bad decisions because I was brought here from a war-torn country and I didn't speak well. 
They could have failed and continued to fail and fail and fail and make excuses for their failure. They could have looked at the AA 13% hyphenated American minority and said, hey, here's how we get on the free ride gravy train. And when people don't like us, we'll just call them racist. But instead, they achieved and they excelled and they became winners in our United States of America, not losers. The AA 13% hyphenated American minority would do well to look to the Vietnamese community as a shining example of how they were mistreated in the early 1970s when they came here, having their shrimp boats burned and their houses burned to the ground. But they learned, they earned, they achieved, and they succeeded. They have excelled, and they are models of the American dream, the American melting pot. Wow, where's the time gone? That's all the time we have for this Identification of Racism edition of the Truth Hurts program. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, who cares? Turn it off. Go listen to some rap music. Or go chase the ice cream truck down the street. They're playing a new tune nowadays because they too have decided it is necessary to pander to a minority in order to stay in business and not be mugged or robbed, carjacked or have your business destroyed. We'll see you next time. Make it a great day. Copyright 2022, Steve Knight Productions, The Truth Hurts Program, Studio 63. All rights reserved. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Audionautics.